Hello and welcome to season two of Holistic Health Hub, where this season I'm going to be talking all about approachable health and business. Um, because, you know, there's so much out there that's just overwhelming when it comes to our health. It's so complicated. Um, it, it just, it takes so much time and so much effort. And I'm here to tell you that it does not. Health can be simple, it can be approachable, and it can reduce stress um, from your life instead of putting more stress on your plate. Um, and when it comes to business, because I believe in the beauty of everyone building a business from home, sharing something that you love, um, it's so approachable. It is something that anyone can do in the here's and there. So I'm going to be talking different aspects of the business, um, from the basics all the way through leadership, um, and also providing you some homework that can help you to hone in on your skills, expand your thinking and your mindset, and ultimately grow your business. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking all about events that excite. Um, when it comes to building your business, you really want to pick events that you get excited about because if you're not excited about them, you're not going to want to invite to them, and it's just going to make the whole process even more difficult. And then if you're not excited about the event, when you actually are doing, like, doing the event, you're just, you're going to lack the the confidence and the excitement to really bring about the message and to share it emotionally and powerfully that you want with the prospects that you have there. So it's really important to find things that you get excited about, but then also to couple that with the question of what do your people want? What, what, when you look at the people that you want to invite, what will they show up to? Are they people who love to come hang out and, and want to do an in-home event? Or are they really busy people who don't mind hopping on Zoom and doing something virtually? You know, you really you really have to look at, okay, what is it that they would want to be invited to and what will they actually show up for? Um, so do events that you get excited about, but also understand what kind of events your prospects would want to engage in. Um, and so that is really the biggest question there. But then when it comes to events, you really need to get uncomfortable in order to grow. So you're going to need to try different things that make you scared. <laughs> and they make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Um, so recently I had two of the gals on my team. They hosted live events. And because we live in different states, I wasn't there to do it with them. I mean, of course, I prepared them ahead of time when we went over things. And, you know, I got them as ready as possible. Um, but for the actual events, you know, I wasn't there and they had to do that themselves and, and, and get uncomfortable doing that. But the crazy thing and not crazy, but the awesome thing about it was they both discovered they love live events and, um, it's something that they've continued doing now and they're doing really well at them because for both of them, you know, it just, it gives them an outlet to use the skills and the natural gifts that they have. Um, and they really enjoy doing it, and so they're going to continue doing more of those. And it's something that they get excited about inviting to, and when they are more excited, they have more people say yes and more people show up. Um, and so it's really important to, you know, try try new things, get uncomfortable in order to grow, um, and you never know what could happen because of the fact that you go outside of your comfort zone and you try something new. Um, but then at the same time, also don't reinvent the wheel. You know, if you have events that work well um, for your team, if if you have events that you've done that have worked well, um, stick with it. You don't have to go out there and totally reinvent the wheel. It, you know, you don't have to write a new script every time if you're doing online events. 
um, you can use the same basic format and then just shift, switch it up on different topics um, or different types of events. And you don't have to get crazy spending too much time at the drawing board, I like to say, because if you're spending so much time at the drawing board that you're not actually doing the inviting or presenting the event, um, then it's not worth your time to reinvent. You know, there are things as you're getting started that are tried and true and proven <laughs> and go with those until you get to the point where you can start branching out and um, maybe, you know, making your own things or even just taking things that are already good and just making them better. Um, that's one of the things I love about our team is I love it when we're doing those first events together and, you know, and then I challenge my team like, okay, now take this and make it your own and make it better and make it exciting for you. Um, and um, I think that that's such a powerful thing of this business that it's your own business, but we also are all working together too um, and you have that support. And then think about the types of events that there are. There are so many ways that you can build your business. There are so many types of events that you can do from one-on-one -on -one conversations in person or on the phone um, or through messages or through Zoom. I mean, FaceTime, all these things, whether it's in person or with technology, you can have one-on-one -on -one type events. Um, and that counts, right? Um, you can do watch and learns. You know, you can send recorded calls or webinars to people and, you know, that they want to watch. They can watch them. You can go over questions with them. Um, you can do, like I said, virtual different types of things. You can do Zooms. You can do FaceTimes. You can do um, so many things with Zoom. And the good news is because of things that have happened in the last couple of years. Everyone is familiar with Zoom. Everyone knows how it works. It's very simple. All people have to do is have the links to get on, right? It's it's very, very simple platform to use. Um, you know, you can, if, if people are really busy, you can use one-on-one -on -one techniques and platforms like Voxer or um, Marco Polo or um, what's the other one? WhatsApp, you know, there are different things that you can do that way uh, and, and, and do events. You can look at doing workshops where, you know, you're teaching different skills or you're teaching different information. Um, maybe it's hands-on. Maybe you're leading people um, through how to meal prep or um, I, you could teach them anything, right? <laughs> it's, it's really about adding that value and helping people to succeed in their own lives and apply it to their own lives. Um, and then, of course, in-home. We already talked about that. In-home events are awesome. It gives you that next-level ability to connect with people voice-to-voice -voice and face-to-face. -face. Um, and so that's something that, you know, if you can get people to your house um, or whatever location it is that you're, that you're using, you're going to have much more success because you're going to be able to powerfully deliver your story. And it's just going to be more relatable and um, people are just going to engage on such a deeper emotional level when you have those live in-person events. Plus, it's just more exciting, you know, if you have like several people there, they're, in, they're going to feed off your energy and then they're going to create their own energy and feed off each other's energy in the room. Um, and so it really is a powerful thing. If, if you haven't tried live events yet, I would encourage you to do so because they are super fun. Um, and they're not as much work as people would think. Um, they can be very simple. Um, and so maybe that's another episode, <laughs> how to do a live and home event with success. Um, so my homework for you tonight is to, you know, if you haven't really done many events or if it's something that's been holding you back, um, to really to think about 
what kind of events you want to do because those are the people that you're going to be inviting and that's the kind of event they would like as well. So pick the type of event, make a list of the people that you want to invite to that event and set the date for that event and then start inviting. Um, one of my biggest tips for inviting is not to give too much information, you know, try to engage on that emotional level with them of why they would want to be at that event. Not why you think that they should be there, but what would they want to get out of that event and why would it benefit them? Um, and see if they want to step forward to ask for more information, more details about when is it, what time. You can always provide that stuff later. But really the biggest thing when inviting is to see, do they want to step in? Do they want to learn more or not? Because, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is fire hose them, give them all the information. Uh, one thing I encourage my team to do is type up your whole message and then go back and take out all the details <laughs> and make it more about the person that you're talking to um, and engaging with them. Um, so that's my thing. Set your date. Do it. Do the thing. Um, looking back at the time that I've been in my business, I mean, I've been building it now for seven plus years, eight years, something like that. Um, my months of biggest success were always when I had events on the calendar, when I had something to invite to. Um, and you know what? Sometimes when I was busy and I didn't necessarily have time for events, I still considered those one-on-one -on -one and messaging. Um, those are considered events. It's just, you know, large scale or small scale, right? Like how fast you want to grow. If you're presenting the same message in front of a group of people, you know, you're reaching more at one time with the same effort versus one-on-one. -on -one. You know, you have that intimate connection, but it's going to be much slower and steadier if you're only doing one-on-one -on -one at a time. Um, so there you go. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you can apply it to your business and grow because of it. Take care, my friends. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Holistic Health Hub with me, Chelsea Holm. For great tips, follow me on Instagram at Chelsea underscore Noel. And if you love this episode, don't forget to click subscribe, give me a five-star rating, and leave a review. I'd love to know what you would like to hear. Until next time. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking all about events that excite. Um, when it comes to building your business, you really want to pick events that you get excited about because if you're not excited about them, you're not going to want to invite to them and it's just going to make the whole process even more difficult. And then if you're not excited about the event, when you actually are doing like doing the event, you're just you're going to lack the the confidence and the excitement to really bring about the message and to share it emotionally and powerfully that you want with the prospects that you have there. So it's really important to find things that you get excited about, but then also to couple that with the question of what do your people want? What, what, when you look at the people that you want to invite, what will they show up to? Are they people who love to come hang out and, and want to do an in-home event? Or are they really busy people who don't mind hopping on Zoom and doing something virtually? You know, you really, you really have to look at, okay, what is it that they would want to be invited to and what will they actually show up for? Um, so do events that you get excited about, but also understand 
what kind of events your prospects would want to engage in. Um, and so that is really the biggest question there. But then when it comes to events, you really need to get uncomfortable in order to grow. So you're going to need to try different things that make you scared. <laughs> they make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Um, so recently I had two of the gals on my team, they hosted live events. And because we live in different states, I wasn't there to do it with them. I mean, of course, I prepared them ahead of time when we went over things and, you know, I got them as ready as possible. Um, but for the actual events, you know, I wasn't there and they had to do that themselves and, and, and get uncomfortable doing that. But the crazy thing and not crazy, but the awesome thing about it was they both discovered they love live events and um, it's something that they've continued doing now and they're doing really well at them because for both of them, you know, it just, it gives them an outlet to use the skills and the natural gifts that they have um, and they really enjoy doing it and so they're going to continue doing more of those and it's something that they get excited about inviting to and when they are more excited, they have more people say yes and more people show up um, and so it's really important to, you know, try, try new things get uncomfortable in order to grow. Um, and you never know what could happen because of the fact that you go outside of your comfort zone and you try something new. Um, but then at the same time, also don't reinvent the wheel. You know, if you have events that work well um, for your team, if, if you have events that you've done that have worked well, um, stick with it. You don't have to go out there and totally reinvent the wheel. It, you know, you don't have to write a new script every time if you're doing online events. Um, you can use the same basic format and then just shift, switch it up on different topics um, or different types of events. And you don't have to get crazy spending too much time at the drawing board, I like to say, because if you're spending so much time at the drawing board that you're not actually doing the inviting or presenting the event, um, then it's not worth your time to reinvent. You know, there are things as you're getting started that are tried and true and proven <laughs> and go with those until you get to the point where you can start branching out and um, maybe, you know, making your own things or even just taking things that are already good and just making them better. Um, that's one of the things I love about our team is I love it when we're doing those first events together and, you know, and then I challenge my team like, okay, now take this and make it your own and make it better and make it exciting for you. Um, and um, I think that that's such a powerful thing of this business that it's your own business, but we also are all working together too um, and you have that support. And then think about the types of events that there are. There are so many ways that you can build your business. There are so many types of events that you can do from one-on-one -on -one conversations in person or on the phone um, or through messages or through Zoom. I mean, FaceTime, all these things, whether it's in person or with technology, you can have one-on-one -on -one type events. Um, and that counts, right? Um, you can do watch and learns. You know, you can send recorded calls or webinars to people and, you know, that they want to watch. They can watch them. You can go over questions with them. Um, you can do, like I said, virtual different types of things. You can do Zooms. You can do FaceTimes. You can do um, so many things with Zoom. And the good news is because of things that have happened in the last couple of years. Everyone is familiar with Zoom. Everyone knows how it works. It's very simple. All people have to do is have the links to get on, right? It's it's very, very simple platform to use. Um, you know, you can, if, if people are really busy, you can use one-on-one -on -one techniques and platforms like Voxer or um, Marco Polo or 
Um, what's the other one? WhatsApp. You know, there are different things that you can do that way uh, and, and, and do events. You can look at doing workshops where, you know, you're teaching different skills or you're teaching different information. Um, maybe it's hands on. Maybe you're leading people um, through how to meal prep or um, I, you could teach them anything. Right. <laughs> it's, it's really about adding that value and helping people to succeed in their own lives and apply it to their own lives. Um, and then, of course, in-home. We already talked about that. In-home events are awesome. It gives you that next-level ability to connect with people voice-to-voice and face-to-face. Um, and so that's something that, you know, if you can get people to your house um, or whatever location it is that you're that you're using, you're going to have much more success because you're going to be able to powerfully deliver your story and it's just going to be more relatable and um, people are just going to engage on such a deeper emotional level when you have those live in-person events. Plus, it's just more exciting, you know, if you have like several people there, they're, in, they're going to feed off your energy and then they're going to create their own energy and feed off each other's energy in the room. Um, and so it really is a powerful thing. If, if you haven't tried live events yet, I would encourage you to do so because they are super fun. Um, and they're not as much work as people would think. Um, they can be very simple. Um, and so maybe that's another episode, <laughs> how to do a live and home event with success. Um, so my homework for you tonight is to, you know, if you haven't really done many events or if it's something that's been holding you back, um, to really to think about what kind of events you want to do because those are the people that you're going to be inviting and that's the kind of event they would like as well. So pick the type of event, make a list of the people that you want to invite to that event and set the date for that event and then start inviting. Um, one of my biggest tips for inviting is not to give too much information, you know, try to engage on that emotional level with them of why they would want to be at that event. Now, why you think that they should be there, but what would they want to get out of that event and why would it benefit them? Um, and see if they want to step forward to ask for more information, more details about when is it, what time. You can always provide that stuff later. But really the biggest thing when inviting is to see, do they want to step in? Do they want to learn more or not? Because, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is fire hose them, give them all the information. Uh, one thing I encourage my team to do is type up your whole message and then go back and take out all the details <laughs> and make it more about the person that you're talking to um, and engaging with them. Um, so that's my thing. Set your date. Do it. Do the thing. Um, looking back at the time that I've been in my business, I mean, I've been building it now for seven plus years, eight years, something like that. Um, my months of biggest success were always when I had events on the calendar, when I had something to invite to. Um, and you know what? Sometimes when I was busy and I didn't necessarily have time for events, I still considered those one-on-one and messaging. Um, those are considered events. It's just, you know, large scale or small scale, right? Like how fast do you want to grow? If you're presenting the same message in front of a group of people, you know, you're reaching more at one time with the same effort versus one-on-one you know, you have that intimate connection, but it's going to be much slower and steadier if you're only doing one-on-one at a time. Um, so there you go. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you can apply it to your business and grow because of it. Take care, my friends.